been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. We are brought to you by The Magical Lifestyle, and it is November 9th, the year is 2020. My name is Gene, and uh, guys, we have a fun show for you guys today. Uh, the cast is going to be discussing some of our favorite Disney trips, tips, and uh, Disney trip hacks. And we also have an interview with Alan Hahn from ESPN Radio. Uh, we'll be talking about Star Wars, The Mandalorian, and maybe a little bit of NBA as well. And uh, before we get into that, let's get into the Disney Underground roll call. First, let's introduce the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Hi! Hi ho! How are you guys doing today? Great. Good. Excellent. From from sunny Minneapolis or sunny Minnesota? Hey, we got seventy right now. It's like well, it's it's like the tropics. Last week we're, we did. We're <laughs> we're hanging on to seventy. Shakti, what's up, lady? Hi. It's good to have you back today. Thank you for having me again. Oh, uh, you're always welcome. And instead of Sam today, we got Joey back. What's up, Joey? Hey, good to be back from sunny Florida. Yeah. Well, it's been rainy today, but yeah, we'll, we'll just say that. Well, I like to imagine it's sunny when I'm up in New York. So. Exactly. Last but not least, I want to introduce brand new cast members to the show. Uh, you guys might already know them from their YouTube and, and their Instagram. Brad and Tiffany from Years of Years. What's up, guys? Hey. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. You're new to the program. You're going to be on a lot. So uh, let everybody know a little bit about yourselves. Right. So we have, um, we do have YouTube, Years of Years, and um, we actually do a daily uh, video this day in Disney with some fun Disney history. We get into some current stuff and old stuff. It's yeah. fun. We, Always fun when there's something that's just a year old. Yeah, we enjoy mm-hmm. it. We, we love like all the information and there's so much magic with Disney, so yeah. it's fun. But we're uh, we're Disney World residents. You know? yeah. We live uh, within driving distance of uh, Magic Kingdom. And uh, we just, you know, we moved here two years ago from Chicago. It took us four years to get down here. And uh, just couldn't be happier about the decision to... Uh, to We've had a yeah. blast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we were a little sad in uh, March. Well, everyone was, but we moved down here for Disney. So we were sad when things closed down, but you know, for it sure. is what it is. And we kept going because we had just started in January really with the vlog and um, doing our daily um, videos. Things started actually during the shutdown. So it was something we did to beat the... The situation yeah and cool. still do disney so absolutely and, and i really yeah. do I, I was just gonna say i really do appreciate the the history you guys do with the, the this day in disney I, I think it's really cool it's a different spin on a lot of things that you know, everyone does disney stuff not everybody does these this disney history lesson that you guys do every day so it's really kind of cool entertaining stuff yeah, yeah. it's sure. awesome <laughs> well we're glad to have you as part of the podcast now and part of the family so uh welcome thank you we're so to be here. This is going to be fun. We're yeah. excited to meet everybody and yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so you guys are going to fit in perfectly. So. All right. So we do have some announcements to go over. Uh, first, let's talk about this week's sponsor. This week's episode of the Disney Underground is brought to you by Be Our Guest Ears. They make really just really cool, beautiful ears and they are actually um, going to be the this week's giveaway for the trivia contest that we have every week. It's a pair of Princess Jasmine ears. Uh, they're really cool. They actually have Princess Jasmine and Raja all over them. In fact, I have them over here. I'll show I'll show the, the, the team. That's the ears. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna win those. I think I'm gonna get them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, you're you're excluded from the contest, and you know this. This is the third oh. time you've asked to be included. Yeah, you keep telling me that, but and he keeps trying. I think he. I got to be yeah. honest with you. Every once in a while, I'll find a fake answer on Instagram, and I trace it back to Dan. He said, "Burner pages." I'm running out of emails. <laughs> All right, so with all of that, why don't we go over the rules for this week's trivia question and giveaway? Dan and Steph, why don't you tell everyone how to enter? <laughs> all right, the way to enter is make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle or send us a DM with the trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you in the drawing with a chance to win the prize. One lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next week week's episode which will be uploaded on november 16th you can answer from right now until thursday november 12th 6 p.m eastern and good luck good luck so brad and tiffany why don't you guys do the honors being you guys are new here do the honors of giving this week's trivia question all right sounds good so this week's question is on the episode which was uploaded on november 2nd dan and stephanie revealed their favorite epcot's world showcase pavilion what was dan and stephanie's favorite pavilion it's a tough one you know the winner answer if you want to know (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure i got the right for the right price dan says dm him for the answer (laughs) (laughs) all right great look The winner will be announced on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on Monday, November 16th. And also, if you guys want to enter our monthly $150 giveaway, gift card giveaway for this month of November, we actually have that on Instagram as of yesterday. So it will be up there right now. Go check it out if you guys haven't already. It's um, easy to enter. If you guys remember the October one, it's the same rules. Just check it out on the Instagram at The Magical Lifestyle. Also, too, last week's trivia winner. We have to give out last week's trivia winner. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I don't know if it's J or Jai. It's J-A-I LaRue. And on Instagram, she is Bibbity Bobbity underscore LaRue. You won the t-shirt from Ellie Mae's Craft Company. So we're going to reach out to you on Instagram and uh, we'll get your shipping address and your, your shipping info and we'll send you out that t-shirt. Congratulations. Thanks for listening. And um, how are you guys doing? How's everybody doing? Well, someone's eating a Kit Kat. We know that. <laughs> Sh- Shakti. Saw the unwrapping very close. She's <laughs> chewing very, very quietly. Of Corona, I have like a super sweet tooth. <laughs> You're feeling good now, though, right? Yeah. All right. So let's get into some Disney news, guys. Let's get to some serious stuff. Dan and Stephanie, why don't you guys start with the Disney news? All right. Let's get this party started. If you were looking forward to going on a Disney cruise for the holidays, then you will have to come up with new plans. Mm. Disney announced they will be canceling all departures. Through the end of the year. Not too big of a surprise, but still a letdown. Isn't this kind of how you started off the news last time? Yes, it is. Thanks, Dan. With the bummer alert? Yes, it is. All right. I'll I'll change course a little bit instead. I have a happy one coming up. Okay. Okay. All right. If you're a fan and collector of the series of Epcot attraction posters, serigraphs that were launched last year, then you will be happy to know that three new posters have been released. You can now find posters of the United Kingdom Pavilion, the Mexico Pavilion, and Grand Fiesta Tour posters. Each poster is a limited edition of only 300, which is up 200 from the original releases. So get them fast. You can you can get each collectible poster for only 90 bucks each. Now, here we go. Here for the bad news. Here Buckle up. Here goes the gripe. The gripe. <laughs> the gripe and a little bit of sunshine for my case. 
Okay, United Kingdom Pavilion sold out. It ran sold out. Tour poster sold out. And what isn't sold out yet? But the Mexico Coco. Now, Brad and Tiffany probably don't know, but I'm a huge promoter of the three <laughs> caballeros. So <laughs> it just goes to show you, there's a lot of fans out there. So it is good news. Can't That's, we That's why it's the good news. Secure. Now, here's my other gripe, and Gene knows this. These are so limited, which is cool, and I love the, the screen printing of them for the color and everything, but you'd think there would be some cheaper one-off prints that you could still get because these kind of posters I love. I love that whole retro attraction style um the first ones i think were canada china germany and japan they're all very similar because i believe they were all released at the d23 convention the last time mm -hmm. and it just kind of stinks because you're just out of luck i mean the first four were only a hundred each so you can imagine they were yeah i just i don't know if after all these are done they're gonna do like maybe a calendar type of thing maybe or something like that but i really want these posters and i cannot get them except calendar sounds like a cool idea though yeah Maybe that's that, what's in the cards. I don't know. And the other bummer is in this run of these three, the fourth was supposed to be the Mary Poppins that got pulled. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah, but I love that they're doing this. I love this kind of style of merch. So hats off to them for that. Yeah, Stephanie, so you have another bummer thing? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you bring oh, us down, Steph? Good news. good news. If you feel like getting into the holiday mood. I do. The <laughs> I am. <laughs> then you should head over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, where the park is entirely decked out in Christmas decor. Yes. You will even find Gertie the Dinosaur at Ice Cream of Extinction. Yes. I love Gertie. Me too. Oh, Gertie. I also <laughs> love, I don't know if they're, Brad and Tiffany might know, did they put up the old retro kind of reindeer circles up on the like kind of street lamp? posts in Hollywood yeah. Studios this year? Is that right? I saw pictures. I love those. But I did see pictures. Yeah. We'll be yeah. over to Hollywood soon. I actually kind of slowed down on reservations. So we don't have a reservation for another week and a half. We had yeah. some friends come into town yeah. and we had to spend them up to get... To be with yeah, them. Yeah, to be with them. <laughs> it kind of messed up what we were doing. Uh, that's... You know, that's Brand. one of the things that I love about Brad and Tiffany. Sure. <laughs> They're in the parks. I feel like every time I go on Instagram, you guys are live streaming from one of the parks. So like, I feel like you guys are always there, which is awesome because whenever I want to get a little, you know, I miss Lucky. the parks a little bit. I want to get a little taste of the parks from, from Long Island, New York. You guys always got something from the parks. So I appreciate that stuff. Yeah. So Dan, what else we got? All right, sticking on the Christmas, if you are looking to find some cool new Christmas ornaments for your tree, then look no further than the park-themed Starbucks ornaments. They look like Starbucks tumbler cups with one side featuring iconic scenes from the parks. There are ornaments for the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Disneyland Resorts. You can find them at stores throughout the parks for $14.99 each. Try to collect all five. They're so cute. How? Yeah, but you know... You know what I, my mind is on, which also has already been released. What's that? You've seen them are the new ornaments that feature uh, reproductions, kind of miniatures of some of the attractions like Tiki Bird, Haunted Mansion, Country Bear Jamboree, <laughs> Tower of Terror, Main Street Cinema, and Cinderella Castle. These are all 30 bucks and they're awesome because they also have backs to them. They kind of look into the Country Bear Theater. Really? Oh, really? Anyone out there that can get me these, I have to have these. And Big L is in the back. Yeah. Oh, the, like God, the theater dead. scene, if you turn it around, is, is showing that. That hurts. <laughs> have you seen these? I haven't seen them yet. <sighs> you know, we'll, we'll keep our eyes out, though. 
Yeah, yeah. they said they were at Once Upon a Time uh, at Disney Hollywood Studios, and then they didn't give the other specifics. But We could ask Gertie to get us one, maybe. <laughs> I love miniatures anyway, so it's like... They made these. I know it's crazy, and the fact that that they're doing a country bear ornament is very good news. Yeah, Dan and country bear tambourine. Like, (laughs) hopefully, it stays for a long time. Um, And no, you know, this isn't to take away from the Starbucks. I like them too, but. I love my miniatures. I know, I know. But he had it was it was your opening to talk about these ornaments. That was my end to bring this up. <laughs> he it's my news. He texted me hours ago to say, "Hey, by the way, five and ten are mine." Ornaments. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. And that's the end of our podcast. That's all we have time for. <laughs> all right, Joey. Before now that now that Stephanie told everybody to leave. Here. Joey, what do you got in the news today, man? First of all, Joey, can we say, I feel like I haven't seen you in like forever, man. I know it has been a while. Uh, The last time I was on, as a matter of fact, I think, right? Yeah, it's been, well, we we took a little, like a a three-week hiatus. Yeah. And it's been before that. So uh, it's good to have you back, man. No, I'm glad to be back. Cool. That's for sure. It does feel like it's been a minute. I know, right? I know. A lot's happened in the world since then. Uh, Yeah. So what do you, what do you got in the news today? All right. If you're one of the many people that cringes at opening doors with your hands during the pandemic... (laughs) which I know a lot of people are. <laughs> I use my sleeve. You should know that you can now find Disney-themed door hook keychains at the Magic Kingdom. These handy keychains will allow you to open doors without touching them and even have a, uh, a pointed end so you can press buttons like on an elevator. They're only $12.99. You can find them with Mickey, Minnie, or Stitch theme, or a theme with the Haunted Mansion. Now, I don't know what kind of theme they would with the Haunted Mansion because they usually don't do too good with that, but because mm. um, I haven't seen them. Haunted Mansion, and then going to the Haunted Mansion and say... I've been told these can open doors. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Exactly. Uh, What else we got, Joey? All right. If you're a fan of the Pandora Charm bracelets, you'll be happy to know that you can now find a set of three Disney-themed holiday charms at Walt Disney World. The charm set has a snowman dressed like Mickey Mouse, one with blue and silver snowflake uh, with the word magic, and one with Mickey and Minnie kissing while skating. If these sound like the perfect gift for yourself or someone else special, then head over to Uptown Jewelers, and pick them up for only two twenty-five. That is not two dollars and twenty-five cents, by the way. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say, let's clarify that because yeah, it's two hundred and twenty-five dollars. So you know, you it's definitely gotta better, love that person. Right? It's a set of three, yeah. so it's it's a little better, but yeah. All right, thank you for the news, Joey. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's head over to Brad and Tiffany. What do you guys got in the news today? All right, we got uh, over at Disney's Art and Animation Resort. It has now reopened after being closed since the beginning of the pandemic. If you are a fan of The Little Mermaid, uh, you'll be, you may be excited to find out that it has been remodeled during the closure. So The Little Mermaid Rooms got an update. Okay, so over at Hong Kong Disneyland, they've been working to transform their Sleeping Beauty castle into the Castle of Magical Dreams. So this is inspired by... 13 stories basically based on the princesses and queens starting with Snow White and going all the way through with to Elsa and Anna. Mirda's in there and Moana as well so that's kind of cool um some of the newer ones but so the castle basically um has ornamentation that looks 
or it nods to these different stories. So I think some people will love it. And I think some people might not like it as much because it's just totally different than any. I think it's totally different than the Amber Castles. Have you been? Is there actual ornaments? It seems like they're saying that. No? There's actual. I, I mean, I haven't seen it close up. It just, it nods to the different princesses in the architecture. Uh, is what I've seen, but I would love to see it close up. And that's cool. And one more item. If you are over in Disney Springs and find yourself in the mood for a snack, then you should head over to Amaret's Patisserie and try the new Baby Yoda Dome Cake. So I've become recently quite a fan of cupcakes in the Disney parks, and I wasn't previously, really recently. And really what pushed me over has been this season's cupcakes, the Scar Cupcake that they mixed caramel right into the chocolate frosting, and the not-so-poison apple uh, with kind of like a, a gelatin-like uh, covering. But really, really great. I've become quite a fan. And this Baby Yoda dome cake looks no different. Uh, it is made with vanilla chiffon cake, white chocolate mousse, and cookies and cream mousse, and cookie crumbs. And the eyes on it, when I looked at the eyes, I was just like, there's going to be people having a hard time eating this. <laughs> but they put a cute little collar on him, too. It looks great. I know, you know, just being the new Disney, or new uh, cupcake aficionado that I have become next time at Disney, <laughs> I'm going to be eating a child. Four, four times now, Brad's been seen walking all day in the parks with his cupcake. Not being <laughs> it's all melted, but he's just... You know, rocking it. it back and forth. I can't do it. <laughs> well, when you guys get to that Baby Yoda dome cake, definitely let, uh, let, give a we little report on it, you know? Send it right over. Yeah, it's over. We we haven't actually gotten any cakes from here before. Oh, no? Oh, I love the cakes there. No. It's really good. They, they, make, the, the, they make the, I mean, their dome cakes are so good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just different from everywhere else, I guess. It's a little different. Okay. But, uh. Yeah. Beans back, cake's been brought up. No, I've wanted to get stuff here, and Brad's been like, "Well, I don't even know. I don't recall." It's right by World of Disney. Yeah, it's like right. It's like if you're looking, if you're standing out in that side entrance of World of Disney, it's like to your left. It's like across from the um, the Poutine uh, spot. Yeah, I'm always getting to rediscover Disney. She's always (laughs) continuously (laughs) teaching me places that I've been. No, no, no. He doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Shakti, what do you got in the news today? What do you got in the um, news today, Shakti? Well, I know. I think you planned it to give me this one. You know, but let's see. Well, it has to do with your your bromance, the love of your life, and no, not Ariel, the other one. Oof. Senor Troy Bolton. Never heard of him. No? Come on. You talking you about Zac Efron? Yes, of course. Who else am I talking about? <laughs> He's like the worst, the worst actor in Hollywood. <laughs> Here you go again. <laughs> All right. So, so my news is related to um, Corbin Blue, who played Chad Danforth in the High School Musical films, is reportedly set to appear in the new Disney Plus show named Cars, the series. Corbin Blue is listed as playing Cam Spinner. I think that was uh, one of the, I think it was a cute little blue car cam spinner, if I'm correct. Am I correct, Bella? Yes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which is a character that briefly appeared in Cars 3. There has been no official announcement 
or date of release given yet. No more Troy, Bol- Troy Bolton talk for today. All right. Let's, let's try. Anyway, I got some news. So if you're looking for some Disney-themed ornaments to decorate your Christmas tree, then head over to Mouse Gear in Epcot, where you can find a new set of eight gingerbread cookie ornaments. The set of eight ornaments looks like gingerbread cookies in the shape of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chip, and Dale. And you can get the whole set for $44.99. So that sounds pretty cool. Is that, is, that, is that kind of up your alley, Dan? I love Chip and Dale. I, I know. That's why, that's why I'm asking. I know Chip and Dale. Yeah. Are you dudes. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take much for Christmas stuff. Yeah, I know. You, you love that Christmas stuff, man. I know. So here's some bad news. If you've been looking forward to the new M&M store that's coming to Disney Springs, you'll have to wait a little bit longer. The 10,200-square-foot store was originally scheduled to open on Thanksgiving, but now it's going to be delayed until 2021. So a couple months, hopefully it'll be early 2021. I don't think they gave a date yet, but it's going to be in the next year. Um, Also, kind of not crazy bad news, but not great news. If you've gone to buy a new mask in Disney World, uh, you notice the prices may have jumped up. They used to be $6, but now they've jumped up to $9.99 in most stores. Uh, You might be lucky and able to be able to find a few places that still sell them at the cheaper price, but for the most part now, you're going to be finding them at 10 bucks a pop instead of the six. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of a downer. It might be because of the new fabric. Oh, did they make them with new fabrics now? Is that why? Yeah. And More breathable. Better. The new, the newer fabric. So just the Halloween mask, they made them in the new fabric and, um, yeah, way more breathable. They, they are they, thick. I have a Star Wars one and a Mickey one. And that's the two that I kind of alternate up here. And they, they are, they are kind of like that thick. I mean, they're, they're soft, but they are that, they are pretty thick. So, but that's all for the Disney news this week. So that's actually going to bring us to this week's guest. If you, you, if you know him, if you're in the New York area, you definitely know him. He's on ESPN Radio. He's on the Barton Hahn Show, Alan Hahn. We want to thank you so much for joining us today, man. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's great to be on. It's pretty cool. When you reached out, I thought, what a great combination. I've always wanted to be able to put the three passions together, and you're, you're doing it right now. So let's have some fun. That's why, you know, I love when I'm able to get, a, when I'm able to get an ESPN person on because ESPN is Disney. Yep. Usually we always talk, you know, Disney. And then when I get to get someone from the sports world on, I get to talk about that other passion of mine, which is sports and especially New York sports. So right. it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's awesome for me. So, so yeah, so, uh, so yeah, let's talk some Star Wars. I know you're a big Star Wars guy. That's right. Uh, out of the nine, well, actually out of all of them, not even just the nine, but all the other side movies, which is your, which is your go-to Star Wars movie? Believe it or not, like, cause I'll, I always fluctuate. Obviously I own them all. And the, the obvious one is Empire, right? Everybody goes to Empire. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always the one that if you power rank them, Empire is your number one. But I got to admit, when I'm feeling like I need a Star Wars fix, Rogue One is becoming my go-to. It's mm-hmm. just because it's still in the story, right? It's still in the saga, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's all the different characters. And it's such a satellite story that I just find myself compelled by it. You know, I mean, I love Jyn Erso. I, I What a great character that is. That's just, for me, it's becoming, I don't want to say go, the go to but mm-hmm. more of just that when i'm really like in the mood and i want to get lost in the movie that's the one because i keep having to remind myself of the storyline and i just love that it ties it together at the very end and the tragic ending always seems to be the way everybody loves to go with with star wars like just again why did everybody love empire because it didn't end with a win it didn't end yeah. you know it's like rocky won mm-hmm. right it's it like, wasn't it was rocky didn't win you know like so 
it's sort of why it's so compelling. And even though overall it was a victory uh, for the rebellion, Rogue One ends sort of with tragedy because they die. I, I hope I'm not giving it away, by the way. I'm sorry. If they haven't seen it yet, it's on them. Right? You this haven't point, seen right? it. That's on you. Yeah, at this point, you're listening to a Disney podcast and you haven't seen Rogue One yet. Yeah. But um, but that yeah, I would probably say Rogue One's becoming that for me that that uh that comfort food go to. Yeah, you know what I love about that one too is, and it's like you said, it, it's it's about that initial storyline that we all got used to and and we all love is that that four, five, six. Of, of the of the series yeah and it gives you just kind of a whole new spin on it too because like you you know there's some question marks that you don't have like where did they get these plans and it's like now you kind of get to fill in some of those gaps and some of those blanks with it and uh that ending scene where darth vader's trying to come through the, the spaceship and he's he's chopping everybody down trying and they're just passing that disc along to each it's um it's like on the edge of sea kind of a thing and then yeah, yeah and the ending it's, it's so like compelling that, and that tragic ending like a lot of the star wars movies have and so you get to it's like they flip-flop good ending bad ending good ending bad ending. it's so um, compelling yeah it, it is now now, now, you know, as a father of three daughters, I have a son, but I have three daughters as well. There is also something, as I mentioned, Jenner, so, you know, I mean, obviously, Ray, Leia. What I love about the saga is that there's, there's so many powerful women roles. And I just, like, my, like my, my middle daughter, Gracie, like, she's 12, and she's gotten so into it with me. And we, we go every time when there's a new movie out, and this goes back now, I think, to the very beginning of the third trilogy, is we've gone opening night together to, to see it. We also went to see Solo as well and, and Rogue. And it's just there's something special about that. And and I think that's what she takes to it. So that's the other cool thing about it is it just feels like there there is something about Rogue that is so much different because of her character, the story. I mean, it's like if you don't start tearing up about that story, about the abandonment, mm-hmm. having to hide, it's just, what a, I mean, so well written. It was awesome. Yeah. I know I'm gushing. I know. <laughs> no, no, you think I'd be all over Solo, but I'll tell you what, I'll I'll, I'll crush the Solos. I, I They did such a bad job with that. It kills me. It, I love that character. He's my favorite character, the, 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 the Harrison Ford Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Is one of the one of my one I think is one of the great characters in cinema history because he's not the main character, but he's such a compelling character because he brings the comedy when you need it. He has the toughness when you need it. He sort of has that swagger. Uh, well, he's got the swagger, but he also he also brings with it this sort of um, humility in a weird way mm-hmm. because he is that sort of down on his luck guy that things go wrong. And how many times do we always react the way he reacts? All right, we're about to go into hyperspace, and then oh damn it, I forgot to <laughs> fix the what? And you hear. I'm yelling and screaming. It's like, yeah. you know, who hasn't had that moment? So I love that character. And I just feel like I don't think they got the right actor. And it has nothing to do with the actor. It's just to me, it wasn't authentic. It, it did it feel just, a little forced. Feel like a, didn't it feel for, yeah, forced? Well, good, good use of words. But didn't <laughs> no, it feel, not intended. Yeah, right. But didn't it feel oddly? Didn't it feel like that wasn't Han Solo? It was a character. He was kind of interesting. The story was interesting. The tie-in at the end, of course, they always give you the Easter egg. Yeah. But the guy playing him, I never once felt like, oh yeah, he grow he he becomes the Harrison Ford Han Solo. Yeah. It, it, just, it felt like Leo DiCaprio was playing Han Solo, which doesn't doesn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. That's all. He didn't. It's not like he did a bad job as an actor. Uh, and I, I, his last name is slipping my mind because I know it's Me always. Too. But I know uh, I know exactly uh, what you're saying though. But it he it's not like he did a terrible job. He was fine, but it didn't match up, I guess, with the character that we already knew exactly okay. I, no, I completely get that i completely get that so. L- let me ask you a question how do you feel they ended the series like do you, are you okay with the way they, no. they went about ending it no you i'm an no. episode nine fan no really? uh, no yeah, i loved i loved everything up to the uh, up to the cartoonish comical i don't know what to do let's just let's just tie it up in a bow as best we can think it did feel like you you can't be serious you can't be serious that that's how it ends that, that <laughs> can't be the way it goes wait 
Your grandfather? So what, does evil skip a generation in your family? Like, <laughs> you know, now I've got, I had too many questions about, well, hang on a second. So now, now you're telling me that he had a kid and that they had kids and they, he wasn't evil. So it, was it his son? Was it his daughter? I, I don't even know anymore, right? It's like Palpatine. So, so, yeah. so you're telling me that that, so you had kids and they weren't evil, but they had a kid who had power and they didn't have powers. They had a kid who had powers and had the chance to flip evil. So you're trying to flip the grandkid. Just- what? That made no sense. Made no, I wanted it to, like, I thought all along there was this sort of underlying sense that Kylo and her were somehow related. And I was almost rooting for the, the Luke, Leia, brother, sister thing. Mm-hmm. That they were separated at birth. I was rooting for it in some way that she has to be a Skywalker in some way. She has to be. It did feel forced almost for that shock value to make her Palpatine's bloodline. Like it was almost like, it was almost like they can, you know what, what, what would they really not see coming? And it felt forced in that sense. So I agree with exactly. that. I, I kind of exactly. still, I know the, that putting her as either the brother or I'm sorry, sister or cousin of Kylo Ren would have been a little bit to the obvious to an extent, but it just felt like it would have fit better. Like it just felt like it's it made more sense. Circle. And it just, yeah. Like, like, how do they know each other? How can they talk to each other? Like it, it like you give me, it was a yin yang force thing. Like <laughs> it just, the whole, it, like I said, it just, again, to use the the pun it felt very forced it felt like we've got to end the story it's got to end with a kick let's give him something right out of luke i'm your father let's give him something like that and i just felt like no organic no yeah exactly that wasn't the place to give us the luke i'm your father thing because now i'm left with too many damn questions and the first one i have is does evil does sith evil (laughs) skip a generation like is that what happens here it just didn't make sense to me and I almost felt like it was patronizing in a way to the diehard. I, you know, yeah, I get that. Like, movie-wise, it was a fantastic movie with amazing well, effects and great acting. Mm-hmm. And you fall in love with Kylo, which is great. He becomes that another one of these tortured souls that you could just tell was fighting it. And I liked him as the secondary character, but it didn't make sense. And it was disappointing because I felt like not that I'm not that I'm left with I'm empty. I kind of need more and you're not going to give me more. I was left with that is not how it should have ended. And now I'm mad at you. See, and I, and I like the movie, but I, I completely can, can get behind what you're saying, where it was like one of those, just like a forced kind of situation. But now again, I did like, I did like the movie as a whole. I thought like you said, the yeah. special effects on it was fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, it was beautiful. Other than forcing that one thing, that square peg in a round hole, which is like, I, like, I agree. I feel like it was like a forced kind of a thing. No. I thought, I thought for the most part, it was just a really cool um, uh, story, except for like, like you said, I agree with that, where they kind of like, it's almost like trying I mean, to give you a surprise, the, at, I mean, the sake think, of giving think, a surprise ending. I mean, think about it too. Like the, I always wondered that too, when the Death Star blew up, like where did it go? Yeah. Oh, they, when, you see, when you see it blow up though, doesn't it blow to smithereens? Yeah. Like, am I wrong? They, no, you're not right. just, it disintegrated <laughs> in space. You're telling me that, cause I, I'm also old enough to know about NASA. And when things fall out of the sky through your atmosphere, it pretty much burns up. Yeah. Like it burns up. And now I'm told, no, 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 no. No, actually, the second Death Star landed on the planet. <laughs> what? Like, although it was pretty cool to see all that stuff. Yeah. Like, that was cool to kind of walk through it. No, that's not really what happened. Yeah. If I go back and watch, can we watch the film? Can we go back and watch the film? Like, you know, in sports, what do we do? We, we review all scoring plays. So the scoring play was, it blew up. They blew it up again. Okay, they blew it up, and the video shows it disintegrates. And we all know that in space, when things fall into atmosphere, little particles burn up and turn into vapor. And now you're telling me it's like a <laughs> shipwreck? I'm no. sorry to ruin it for you, but... <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> and I love this thing. This is my life. I love Star Wars. I love start to finish. I'll watch them all. I've done it. I spent a whole weekend. Yep. Episode one, as bad as it is, I'll watch episode one 
all the way to the end, including, I actually did it where, because I love Rogue One so much, I threw Rogue One right in that middle piece, you know, that, that sweet spot? Yeah. Right where they, they get the plans. Because really, Rogue One is happening at the same time of New Hope. Yeah. Like, technically, it's actually happening in, you know, simultaneously. But you watch it right in there, so you get how they got the plans, how they got, the, you know, how the spies were able to get the plans so they could then destroy it the first time around. But, so that's why I love it. But you're asking me about uh, the ending and... <laughs> I, I can't say I loved it. And I think a lot of people that saw it from, you know, 1977, like I was a six-year-old kid. It was the first movie I ever saw in a movie theater. And my dad took me to see it. And I'll never forget it because it was, it changed, you know, I loved it. It became part of my life for a very long time. You know, it's funny you say watching all those movies. My, my wife has never seen a Star Wars movie up until about, it was about a year ago. Because when The Mandalorian came on, she saw Baby Yoda and then was instantly like, okay, let me watch the rest of these Star Wars movies. Now she had to see them. Baby Yoda got my wife to be a Star Wars fan. But we did the same thing. We watched them in the order that, not that they were made, but in the order of how they go in the timeline. Yes. We watched one, two, three. Mm-hmm. We watched four. No, we watched Rogue One. Then we watched four. Five, so you know, where does Solo? Where does Solo fit in your timeline? I guess Solo was after three. Maybe maybe we watched that one before Rogue One. Then yeah, we must have watched that one before Rogue One. It, it, yeah, it has to be. It so, has to be in that time frame. Which is the other part that bothers me about it because yeah, but how far? Because what do you also see at the very end of Solo? Like that's what part it does. Like wait a minute, where does this fall? Because in the movie, the character's too young. Yeah. To be the Han Solo we meet in A New Hope. Yeah, he's got the about Han Solo 10 years we meet in A New Hope is, is, what would you say, late 30s? Yeah, it's early about 40s? And Solo, Solo, he's, he's in his twenties, yeah, early twenties. Yeah, I know. I'm being, I'm being <laughs> Captain Literal Man. I understand that, but I demand, I demand perfection out of uh, I, a saga that has been, I mean, ninety nine percent perfect. Yeah, no, I agree. I hear you. And about the Mandalorian, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen the Mandalorian. What do, what do you think? Have you seen anything from the new season yet? Absolutely. So I, I saw episode one. Yeah, I saw it the the night it came out, and um, it doesn't. It it just doesn't disappoint. It's no. Favreau is fantastic. Like I love that you've got somebody with passion that's in charge of it. You could just tell he's put so much into it. I love. I don't know. Again, I don't want to give anything away, but the last that last image scene is yeah. one of those where you go huh, like. Yep. And that's what I love about it. It's that it ends and you're in your head already like, because that's what Star Wars does. It makes you think ahead. All right, where's mm-hmm. this going? Where's this going? You're always thinking. And when you saw, you basically saw Boba Fett's gear yeah. on someone else. That, that's, you know, that's, Boba. I mean, anybody that knows, you see the helmet and you go, that's Boba Fett's, right? You know that. Yeah. Okay. And I believe they're on uh, Tatooine, right? Isn't that? They are on they're, Tatooine yeah, too. On Tatooine. So, okay. That all makes sense. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't he fall into the Sarlacc pit or did he escape that? Because I can't remember. I, I remember him falling in and getting eaten. Yeah, I thought he fell in. I'm pretty so, sure he fell in. So, but you, so never, think, you might find out they might do a plot twist. He got out somehow. Yeah, well, there's always, there's always a way. So. Uh, but I saw that last scene and it was like, that's what I love about Star Wars. That's what I love about the, the Star Wars, whatever, Universe. whatever you call it. Right. Is that it has that one thing and it just grips you. And you're like, yes. Like it's a recognition. There's always something uh, that, that you recognize. And that's what I loved about that story. I, I love Mando, the character, because there's just, there's that quiet. You can just feel that he's sort of brooding. He's sort of, you could feel there's something empty in his life and he's still trying to chase it and he's finding it. And then the child fills some void for him. And yet this wasn't a story about the child at all, Mm-mm. right? Like he yeah, really, really wasn't, him. he was, but the few moments you saw him, what did you do? You smiled. Like it yeah. was right away. Like you love this kid. So my, my wife goes nuts. That's like, a, she's a Star Wars fan because of the, of the child. Maybe. And now, you know, it also, it also gave us a timeline because you saw mm. when they referenced uh, when the Death Star was destroyed and how this happened right in the town. And when you look at it, you're thinking, okay. So this 
I always wondered when does the Mandalorian actually take place, but now we're learning it's literally, would you say, a year, two? Well, is it also after the first Death Star or the second? Well, that's a good question. Because I was always the impression it took place after the second. Yeah, that's well, that's I was. I thought when the when when the Empire was finally destroyed, when it was finally yeah. over, that's what I thought this was about. You know, it sort of became where everybody just could relax that that was it was officially over. Or people kind of just went rogue and like all of a sudden, like the currency didn't didn't matter anymore, and kind of everyone was just that's what happened, like the Wild West. Yeah. So yeah, and there was still and remember. There's still references in, in season one of imperial currency that they that they have, and it's very rare, and so in some places it has no value. Yeah. So that tells you that it must be the second Death Star. Yeah, that's, that uh, was my impression. There's a lot of little things in in the first episode of season two that answered some questions about like timeline and all that stuff. But overall, uh, it's a wonderful story. And it's again, when you watched it for the first time when season one, episode one came out, you were sort of like, all right, what is this about? Like, what is this <laughs> going to be about? And it's because they kept it so much on brand. It was once again, like it's a world you love to just lose yourself in no matter who's the story about, which is why Solo wasn't a complete disaster because you felt like you were in that world. There's a familiarity mm -hmm. to the world that they create that you just enter it and you're like, I know where I am. You know, like, I know where I am. I know where I'm at. It's just now it's just something you're hanging out with somebody else today. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like being, it's like going to the mall. So you know where you're going, but you're with a different kid today. You're with a different friend. Yeah. So that's kind of what I liked about it. And the familiarity and the and the on-brand is is what, what's really been good about Mandalorian. I don't know where the story ends. Honestly, I don't know where it's going. I don't know <laughs> what the end game is. I don't really have an, like, there's nothing in my head of it, of the achievement, right? Yeah. The achievement was always to overcome evil. This is, yeah. this, the only achievement is he's got to return the child, but you could tell he doesn't want to do that. Like, that's become, like, part of him. Yeah. So I don't know how this ends. It's also like, just, just enjoy the ride. Like, how much do you want to hear about, because I've heard them kick around the idea that they're going to do like a Kenobi. Backstory. Supposedly, I, they are going to do it. It's going to be on Disney Plus as well. I think they just they just pushed it off with everything with COVID. I think that's what kind of pushed it back a little I, bit. I don't I don't know. Like, how, how much do you really want to know about Kenobi? I'm interested in the, in the sense of, I love just Star Wars. So I think are they, that's- Now, are they telling us what happened after he lost Anakin to the dark side? Is from, that where it picks up? From what I understand, it's after he- he takes the babies and splits them up and he stays on Tatooine to kind of oversee Luke from a distance. From what I, from what I gather, that's the series. So that, all right, all right. That'll be, so that, so that might be, he becomes, be basically he becomes Ben. Yeah. 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 Okay. So and it's gonna and it's gonna be the same actor, Ewan McGregor, that played him in, in the other movies too. Makes sense. It sounds like so. Yeah, because he um, gets older, so it's perfect actually. Yeah, and it fits. So yeah. have you have have you had a chance to get to, to Galaxy's Edge yet in, in Disney? No, because it opened at the end of the summer last year. And I was I had vacation time, but then then it started to come in. My contract ended, and they were talking about moving me to back to middays because I was on at night. And anybody that doesn't know, we're talking about all Star Wars. My show at night was called Han Solo, using my last name and also the old Disney stuff. So I had a lot of fun doing the show solo. And then they started kicking that stuff around, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I, this isn't a great time to get away and all that. Mm. So we usually, as a family, go away around like the Easter break, the spring break with the kids, and we'll go down there. So we all plan, all right, spring break, we'll go down and that's when I'll see Galaxy's Edge. And naturally COVID happened and that's been put on hold. So long story short, we're going to go Christmas holiday. Okay. I'm going to, I have some vacation. I'll take that week. There's no NBA. I'll go down there. We'll take the family and we'll go down. We don't get to spend too much time down there during the winter, mainly because I do also the NBA stuff. And so and naturally I'm working at that time. So we made that plan. 
And now the NBA sounds like they're going to start December 22nd, which means mm-hmm. I will be working and there'll be no Galaxy Z. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> I mean, I will because, you know, I need to be in the, the Falcon. Like, I need to be in that, you know, just, just walk through that thing and it's, be part of it. Dude, it's, it's, I, there's not even words for it, especially for someone that is as big of a fan as you Yeah. Um, that grew up. At, yeah. And um, Rise of the Resistance, it's like such an immersive experience. Like, it's not even like you're waiting on a line. You're actually walking through this starship it's like a must do if you're a star wars fan it's a must do like uh, if you go nowhere else go to galaxy's edge for that stuff 100 percent happening 100 so, percent yeah if you're in the new york area barton han 11 a.m to 1 p.m and if you're not in the new york area check them out on the espn radio app they do a great great job uh where else can they find you on instagram yeah yeah ahan msg on instagram we, we do a lot of stuff on there as well have some fun with it uh, you'll see a Halloween picture that they posted of me as the Mandalorian and Bart as the the child. So he's got the, <laughs> the Yoda I gotta check that out. A fantastic picture, and uh, on Twitter it's just my name, Alan Hahn, and that's where there's the majority of of the following and uh, the demand that they have for me to talk Knicks and and all other things sports. But I try to sneak in music there when I can, and of course the Star Wars references and any any Disney type references as well. Because you know Wait. we could go for another hour on on all the Disney movies for kids because I've seen every single one. I got four kids. Yeah. So I got 20 years of Disney movies that I've lived through <laughs> uh, that I could break down to me also some of the plots that I had a problem with. I'm a grown 40, actually today's my birthday, 43 year old man. Happy birthday. That Thank you very much. That um, acts like a 12 year old boy when it comes to Disney, man. So like, and, and Star Wars. I can relate. And, and, when we so. sit in the car, if we ever have a road trip, Moana comes on and we just start singing that song. We yeah. know the way, <laughs> like we get the whole car singing. <laughs> That's what we do. Awesome. All right. So again, check them out. You'll also see them on Nick's pregame and postgame once the season comes back, hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. And again, thanks, Mr. Han. Mr. Alan Han, thank you for joining us. You got it. Jim. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. So we do want to thank Alan Han for dropping by on Zoom. And that's actually a shortened version of the interview, guys. So if you want to hear the full-length interview, take a look um, on Saturday. We'll be uploading the full interview on Saturday with Alan Han. So you get a little bit more of his, his talk on a little bit more of the NBA, a little bit more of uh, the New York Knicks. Tune in Saturday and you'll hear more of that interview with Alan Hahn from ESPN Radio. All right, guys? So that brings us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. And with that, Joey is going to hit us with that information. What do you got, Joey? All right, coming to Disney Plus this Friday, November 13th. Uh, first, we got up uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian. As everybody knows, Season 2, Episode 3, The Mandalorian and The Child Continue Their Adventures. I don't know if you guys have already started watching. This is uh, my absolute favorite. I usually watch Only not. So don't say anything. No, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's what I'm worried about. Spoiler I'm not alert. Spoil it for anybody. I just, has, has everyone seen it yet or no? Yeah. yeah. I have. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. I won't throw any spoilers out, but my 80s, like, child Star Wars fan is oh, very yeah. happy. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want it to be over yet, that first watch. I know. I the first season so much. I know. I really wish they would start having more than uh, eight episodes. But yeah, some of the stuff that's going on now is really good, especially they're really starting to get into canon and stuff. So I really like it. Yeah, I mean, even, I don't know about you guys, but for even for Halloween, I'm so into it. I, you know, built a Mandalorian suit for, for Aiden, which oh. I don't know if you guys had seen. I don't know. I if- saw it. No, I didn't see it. It yeah. looked amazing. Dude, that was like, that, that looked like the legit, like you could have been in an episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, right. look that legit. Cool. Dan Stephen, you gotta go to the go to the page, check it out. You oh, it's, that's so cool. It looks really smaller in real life. All right, next up on uh, Disney Plus coming up this Friday, uh Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is gonna be episode eight. Uh it's gonna be featuring Baby Gorilla Grace. A white spotted bamboo shark named Flash needs to be brought to the emergency room after swallowing something that's not on the menu. Who knows what the heck that is? Um hmm. 
Grace, who's a Western lowland gorilla, works with children, uh, works with child development experts to test her motor coordination. Uh, on Kilimanjaro safaris, Gus the hippo makes a frenemy out of an older hippo at the river playground. Um, also, the right stuff's going to be episode seven and the one day at Disney short, which I love those series is going to be episode 150, uh, which is going to be featuring Mark Gonzalez, uh, the steam train engineer. Mark Gonzalez fulfills his dream by becoming a steam train engineer at Disneyland resorts. So that's cool. I guess that's out in California. That's up your alley. A little bit. She loves the train railroad. Uh, Yeah. I know some people, people have a real love for that stuff. All right, Inside at Pixar. Inside Pixar, take an inside look at the people, artistry, and the culture of Pixar Animation Studios, which is always cool to see. It's always cool to see the process. I know they don't show a lot of that stuff, but I don't yeah. think people realize how much work goes into uh, animation work and all that stuff, which is why it takes them like five years to do these films sometimes. So that stuff is always cool to me. But then again, I'm like... Funny they don't do more with that kind of thing with Pixar because it ties into the animation studios mm. and mm-hmm. you know, the old Disney and stuff. It's like, you don't hear enough about it in my opinion. Right. Which is also why I was always a huge fan of art of animation. I just like the theming that they have where it shows yeah. all the sketches and all that. I love that stuff, man. I think right. it just gets you more into them. And when you find out those different things, it's like, Oh my God, I got to go back and watch that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's neat when they do the behind the scenes where you see the guys doing the, the hand sketches and they're, yeah. Flipping back between pages, and you're like, man, that's how they really do that. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I know. man. All right. Also, also Disney Plus is going to be Petra, City of Riches. Go to the heart of Jord- Jordanian Desert, where the ancient city of Petra is full of mysteries. I haven't seen any of that stuff yet, at least not that one. Next, we're going to have Ultimate Viking Sword, National Geographic. I love National Geographic series. Um, uses cutting edge technology to reconstruct. I'm not even going to be able to butcher this. Brad, take it. <laughs> reconstruct the Olbert, maybe Olford. I, I'm not sure. A Viking warrior's ultimate weapon. I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. I don't know what's silent and what's not and what's silent. Said, I think Brad, I always said on these words when we come to these, we should do the how to pronounce and play that when it gets to that word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. kind of computerized. Oh, I yeah. It's Elfert. Ooh. Ooh. I say, wait, say it again. And I wanted to sound cool. Wow. And just like, you know, say it. Yeah, I looked up. It's Elfert. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Well. I was just never going to take this one. It's a Viking Warriors ultimate weapon. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, that's all I got for Disney Plus this week. So what are you guys looking forward to seeing most this week? Obviously, I think everyone's going to say Mandalorian, but after, <laughs> after Mandalorian, what are, what are we all looking forward to the most? I love my Animal Kingdom show. I really like that show a lot. I watch it Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I'm going slow because I don't – I just love all the weird – everybody's got a name. It's just kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Big Lou, you know, and now Flash. It's just kind of funny, but they're really interesting stuff on there. Yeah, I couldn't believe in the whenever they were trimming the giraffes-like nail – it took like weeks and weeks to train it to do it rather than just like forcing the issue. They're so patient. I was just like, yeah. really? Drying of oh. blood, they have to do weeks and weeks of just pressing on the oh, leg yeah. just so it gets used to the press. Unbelievable. Like crazy. Oh. Yeah, she, I'm trying to get her into it and she's like, I'm not into this. No. I think that stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. No, like I, I love all, the, I love all, like you guys know, I love all the behind the scenes. Like to me, like even the inside Pixar is, it looks like it's going to be really cool. I like all that stuff yeah. where you kind of get the inside look to things at the parks, even like the one day at Disney is one of my favorite series they have too. So. Those are awesome. This is, this is something that, you know, for us, I don't know how you guys are about the different parks, but we've never really been 
Animal Kingdom Park people that much. To me, it it's never felt at least couple, two three years ago. It just it didn't seem as Disney. But then they, you know, the Pandora I Love passage, of course. But I've always been an animal guy. But for just some reason, it just I don't know. I like the other parks better. But now <laughs> I told her the other Saturday she comes in. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna have to be going <laughs> on that safari because I gotta see no my half my people now that are out there. <laughs> my people. So it has pulled me back in to actually want to go to that park. That's awesome. It works. You know, I was, I too, I was one of those ones that when I would go to Disney for like, you know, however long we went, the last park we would go to would be Animal Kingdom. And sometimes we'd go to like only Animal Kingdom maybe once out of the whole trip. We'd go to every other park like twice just because Animal Kingdom didn't have as much. You know, I'm talking, I'm not talking about in recent history. I'm talking about, you know, years ago. This this show, since then, even before the show, I had already, like I upgraded my, my love for it for Animal Kingdom. But I feel like this show definitely has helped that with a lot of the people that might not already have that, that same feeling because like you're seeing some of the animals that you're going to see when you go to the actual park and you get to see a little bit behind the scenes it's like it's, it's almost like a good infomercial for, for animal kingdom i always feel like animal kingdom out of all four parks is like almost like the one that's left behind a little bit and i love animal kingdom now you know but i always feel like whenever like it's always it's almost like the the odd man out like if, if you can't do all four parks that's usually the one i feel like a lot of people leave out just from what I just from my own observation, you know, you miss that personal connection with like there's all these animals, but you don't have the personal connection with them because they're not necessarily characters. But mm-hmm. now with all these named animals, you are getting that, and you do want to come in there. And so I, I feel like that's kind of what's pulling me because before it was like, well, I can always go to a really good zoo. You know, it just if I'm in Disney, I want to go to Disney stuff. I want to experience mm-hmm. that. But now I see what's behind like the moats that divide the animals, but visually you can't see that. Yeah. Like the same design that goes into the other parks is in there. Yeah. She's, a, I, she's I a big Joe Rody fan. Well, oh, I love I, Joe Rody. I wasn't at first. Like the first time I saw Joe Rody on like a Disney promotion thing, I was like, Where'd this guy come from? <laughs> right? The circus pulled in town. But, but no. Yeah, yeah, now that I've researched it, he's really phenomenal. I think he's very waltish in how he performs with this park and how he sees, he still walks into the park. He, he recently changed something because it didn't have a good flow for guests. And that's so Walt Disney. And so I really love that. He wanted everything to be authentic. I could go on about him, but with the, with the safari, what impresses me a lot about it is that it called Jane Goodall in to find out her opinion on what they were doing. And she gave it like full approval. I think that's really beautiful that they went that far far and were really willing to be criticized by someone who would blatantly criticize them if she didn't think it was right when it comes yeah. to animals people like that don't hold back you know right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back there now with kind of my new love for this park. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, I, I again, I, Stephanie. <laughs> and you know, I, I think what Tiffany said about almost like comparing him to Walt, and you're right. He, I feel like out of all the engineer, engineers, Imagineers now, he is the most Walt-like because he does beat to his own drum. Where you know, I mean, if you look at the history with Walt Disney, he always, he, how many times was he told no? How many times he was always kind of considered like this, almost like an like an outsider or an outcast. And not that Joe Rory's an outsider or an outcast, but you could tell he's definitely an individual, you know, just with his earrings and, and, you know, he's definitely an individual that marches to his own drum. And when you hear him talk about the, the 
animals and just seeing he's not one of these guys that is in it for the money. You could tell that he legitimately loves what he does. He loves being an Imagineer. He loves the animals. He he deals with a bunch of really good charities. You want to find a, and that's something too, is you want to find a good charity to deal with if you want to donate to animals. Just ask him where to go because he's, you know, you're going to get the right place to go to. So um, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. He's probably my favorite Imagineer today. And it's funny if you look at him, he doesn't look like it, like what you would think an Imagineer would look like. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy what, thing. And that's, and that's what I love about him so much. He's, yeah, he's, no, he's awesome. He doesn't conform. Like, you know, like you know, I, I think of some of the old Imagineers, like I mean, obviously Walt himself, and then there's, you know, Bob Gurr, and then there's um, Marty Sklar. Marty Sklar used to be my favorite. You know, rest in peace. He's passed away a few years ago. But Joe Rohde, like I said, there's this, he's got this unique, creative, it's almost like when you think of what an imaginary should look like, it's not what you think they should. It's not what you think they look like, but he's what they should look like. You know, and not even looks wise, but you know what I mean. Like it just yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, of he course, embodies what you would think an imaginary needs to be for someone for a company like Disney. He um, was actually a high school teacher. He was one of the I didn't know that um, uh, animators' son's teacher. He got pulled in because of the kind of teacher he was. And his first hearing was um, the Disney pin that they give you, that they give him. <laughs> He, he started out by putting that in. It was actually so heavy that it started pulling his ear down. He kind of did it to to be, he was yeah. just pulling around, you know, and being yeah. rebellious at the time. He didn't want to be like everybody else or whatever. Yeah, I haven't noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that draw to attention. So that's going to bring us to our new brand new game show. It's our second edition of the game show, the Disney Dollar Game. Uh, before we start, let's go over the rules real quick. It's a 10 Disney trivia question, 10 seconds to answer each question. First incorrect answer or not answer, and the game is over. If you make it all the way to the end, after you're answering all 10 questions, you win a $25 Disney gift card. So you get the first question right, you move on to question two. You get the second question right, you move on to question three, and so on and so forth. You get to question 10, you answer question 10 correctly, and you win a $25 Disney gift card. All right, so let's play the game. Joining us today is Kara. Kara, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. So glad to have you. Tell us a little bit where you're from, about where you're from and uh, why you love Disney so much. I'm from Anaheim, California, and I love Disney so much because ever since I was little, Disney's been a part of my life. My parents gave me a pass and we've just been going, so it's a big part of my life. And, and where are you from? Anaheim, California. Okay, so you're, you're Disneylanders then, right? You do mostly yeah. Disneyland? Okay. You've been to Disney World? I've been once. Okay. But you stay mostly Disney Disneyland, huh? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully they'll be open soon and you can get back there, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you're ready for the for the game? Yeah. Okay. So just real quick rundown of the rules. 10 questions. You get to, to get through all 10. You win a $25 Disney gift card. Uh, you have 10 seconds to answer each question. Once you hear the buzzer, you have to have your answer in already. Otherwise, once the buzzer hits, it's uh, the, end of the end of that question and end of the game. All right. So you're all set? Yeah. All right. You're all ready. I can ask the first question. You're all ready. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. First question. Question number one. Who is Minnie Mouse's boyfriend? Mickey Mouse. Correct. Question number two. What are the names of Donald Duck's three nephews? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Correct. Okay. Question number three. You ready? Yeah. Who, who played the voice of Mrs. Potts in the animated version of Beauty and the Beast? You didn't know it, did you? No. <laughs> Any guess? I don't know. I have no uh, idea. Well, I'll tell you the name. It's Angela Lansbury. Oh. Okay. So um, I'm sorry you didn't win. I was really hoping that you'd be able to get it to the end. But well, you know what? There's other ways to win you know, prizes on the show. You know, you got the $150 giveaway we do every month. We have the other trivia question that we always ask about previous episodes. And, and then we have this. And hopefully you get back on the Disney Dollar Game at another time. I'm sorry, man. 
It's okay. All right. Well, next time we'll have you on again. And maybe next time you get all the way to question number 10. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we want to thank Kara for joining us today on the Disney dollar game, but uh, now it's time for a little Disney topic talk. So let's get into discussing our favorite Disney trip tips and hacks. Who's going to go first. How about a little Dan and Stephanie? What do you guys got? What, what's some of the tips or tricks or hacks that you guys have when you guys go to the parks that maybe that some of our listeners might not know to take advantage of? Well, we don't usually get the dining package. So our I have a, a tip of more of saving to get to Disney. What I do is I use rebate apps. I bought a Checkout 21 or 51, Checkout 51, Swagbucks, and I save up all my points and I buy Starbucks cards with them and or Disney gift cards. <laughs> and but specifically Starbucks, which you can find in any of the parks, and then I use that as my food budget for the How week. do you get your points? You you can go on apps or or if people give you uh, uh, Disney gift cards, you can cash that in at Starbucks. So that's we save money by not getting the dining package, and we can eat at Starbucks. For yeah, but people that week. don't know about these, how do you get these points yeah. from like Swagbucks? What do you do? Well, you have to go on the app. And then what? And then a lot of them are shopping grocery app mm. rebates. You get a rebate, and then I just collects and collects. It's super like swag bucks. You can just do a little survey and you get yeah. points. Yeah. Basically, bottom line is there are ways to get Starbucks gift cards, and you can eat your whole trip at Starbucks. You know, speaking of the so Starbucks, here's one of my tips. And they're regular Starbucks. I love Coke Zero. Okay, now Casey's is has Coke, but you know my past reviews of Casey's uh, <laughs> tends to be very long to get that. But I like a fountain pop. I like the ice. I, I don't want a plastic bottle. But when we go and use her points at Starbucks, I get the big, nice glass of ice with the Starbucks cup, and I get the bottle of Coke Zero, and I put that in there. Free ice water, <laughs> which you can get throughout the park, but it's nice to go to Starbucks, get a venti yeah. ice water. So that's more of a money saving tip there are grocery apps ways to get starbucks gift cards and you can eat we have eaten at starbucks we have used that for our food throughout the yeah food trip i mean a lot of people also don't know they have you know pretty good like food they items like chicken we, wraps and yeah. things i've had there i mean it's pretty decent yeah. amongst yeah. treats gene i know you like you know your <laughs> cake pops and i stuff. love a cake i love a good cake pop almost now, as much as i love a good cavalcade right cavalcade. yes yes my tip, though, is I love the shipping to home. Now, because I'm a merch geek, I love buying, you know, a lot of the collectibles, posters, prints, that kind of stuff. And you're a lot of times in the past, I've been like, large items, well, large I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that in my suitcase. How am I going to get it home? By all means, those like sketches you can get, you know, I, I don't want it wrecked. So you can ship it direct to home from any of the gift shops. And they're actually very encouraging about it. And it's really not very expensive. I shipped my droid back from mm -hmm. Galaxy's Edge. I mean, and it wasn't mm -hmm. that much. So aside from if you're staying on Disney property, you can actually get the stuff sent back to your room as well. It's so if you're much shopping, easier. But it puts a different perspective on it. I think when you're shopping for... Takes the worry out. 
takes the stress out. How much is it to ship back? You saying you can have it shipped back to your home? Yes, I've done it many times. I've never, I never knew that that even existed. I know they bring it back to you to your room. And now, mm-hmm. now is the perfect time because all the people buying Christmas ornaments—that mm-hmm. is not something you want to be lugging back and having your fingers crossed, hoping it makes it back. I mean, it's just so easy to ship. And the other thing is, is when we did buy something, a mug that she had, keep your receipts because when it did come back, it was shattered, had a receipt mm-hmm. and they replaced it. No, no questions asked. Yeah. I was taking pictures of it and they're like, oh, we don't need any of that. As long as you have yeah. the receipt, it's, they, they replaced it. It was totally shattered. Even in that weird yeah. brown. They, they do this weird thing. They do this, things. they do this kind of bubble wrap and then this weird brown webbing around. Because yeah, yeah. I bought um, I a really big Galaxy's Edge print the first year they were open. And I was worried about getting that back because that's art. You know, you don't want that wrecked. And it was so nicely packed. And we have like, I'll probably drop it, bring it down. But like this orange bird from the Flower Garden Festival, it's got all these, you know, little points, points on it. Shipped it home. No problem. Yeah. So save your receipt, ship things yeah. home. Save up your Starbucks points. <laughs> there you go. Not bad. Actually, I, I got a, I got a quick question though. Oh boy, it's gonna be a jab. No, it's not at all. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you think too low of me, Dan. I got a question, Stephanie. Yeah. It's for you. Oh. What would you call somebody with no body and no nose? Wait, what? His Wait, dad what? joke. He said, "What would you call somebody with no dad? <laughs> dad. No, no with body. no body and no nose." I don't know. He got me on that one. Nobody knows. Ah! <laughs> you only uh, asked me because you knew I would laugh. That was that was. Worth I feel like you're the only one that likes the dad joke, Stephanie. <laughs> that was worth the wait. I'm such an easy audience. Said no one. Else. I haven't done one in a few weeks. It's been it's been a while. Hopefully nobody fell asleep on that one. You were no, sure. that was a great dad. That's definitely if, in the dad joke category. You guys can use it if you want. Oh, that one's for free. I'll give it to my dad. The next one's the next one's gonna cost you though. Someone cost you. <laughs> Is that a thumbs down, Dan? Down. Dan, you can leave. Yeah. All right, Joey. What about what about you got for uh, some some tips, some hacks? I have a they're just I have a lot of thoughts in my head from just because we go often. I don't know about as much as them, but we go, you know, six times a year. We've been going for years. And some of this stuff really is either pre or post COVID, really won't count for now because we were doing this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine because things are going to go back to normal eventually. Yeah, I know. So, I know. All right. So, so first thing, like something I always like to do, some people don't know. And again, this is going to be for, this is for me because we go so much. I like to skip a lot of stuff like at the entrance. Listen, Magic Kingdom is probably my top park, but the beginning of it, because, you know, I understand what Walt was trying to do, parking and then taking the tram and then getting on the monorail or getting on, you know, the ferry to get over there. And at night, it just really drives me crazy because, you know, leaving the park, I'm sure they can tell you it just, God, it's just terrible sometimes. But so to skip all that stuff, what I was doing before and what you could do now, you know, you simply, if you're, especially if you're going to, if you're going to dine in somewhere, especially for breakfast, you're going to go early, you know, make a reservation of it over at Ohana, park there, Ah. get on the monorail right after take it straight down. You're in the inner loop. And of course, what you're there, if you want to take that over to Epcot and then from Epcot, you can take one of the uh, sky, you know, the Skyliners if you want to go, um, you know, somewhere else, but it's an easy way to do it. They used to not have where they did the metal detectors and stuff like that. Now they do it, but still it's not that big a deal, but it is an easier way to get in and out of the parks because 
it's always nice to take the monorail straight to the Polynesian, literally get off and just walk the cars literally right there, not getting on the tram and having to go really far and all that other stuff. So that's like an easy way, especially if you know you're going to, you know, get breakfast in the morning and you want to uh, dine at one of, you know, maybe the character dining or something. That's probably a, an easy way to do it. But some people that don't go that often might want to experience that whole thing. So you might want to skip out on that. That's just, like I said, that's just my personal preference. You can do character dining at Chef McBee's for breakfast right, right. now. Hello, Hunter, but you could do, and then you can walk from contemporary right over to Magic Kingdom. Right. There you go. Same type of thing. I just prefer ohana to chef mickey's as far as as food wise but yeah exactly <laughs> i used to do something similar before, back when i first started coming to disney a lot um where we actually had a friend that had a timeshare that wasn't part of disney so it was us just outside of disney and i didn't really think of it as a hack at the time but you're right it makes sense what we used to do is we would always park over by the boardwalk and then um, that parking lot that's across the street from the boardwalk. I think they might charge now to park there, but at the time they didn't. And then we right. would walk and then we could go to Epcot and go to, you really can go to anywhere from there, but it was like cool. walking distance to Epcot or to uh, Hollywood Studios. So I used to, yeah, we used to do something similar to that. And it's, you're right. It's, it, it does save a lot of, uh, a lot of time because yeah, especially like when you're trying to leave, especially Magic Kingdom, I feel like out of all of them is even the worst, just trying to get out of there at night, especially if you stay till closing. Oh, if you stay till closing and it's one of the late nights yep. and you're waiting for like five fairies, you're just like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's even bad when you stay on property and you got to take the bus. That's even bad too. Like I could do well, too, but it's not nearly as bad. Exactly. So. Unless you, of course, when you stay at one of the resorts on the inner loop and then you yeah. laugh yeah. at everybody else like they do. <laughs> uh, so, um, and then of course, you know, once you get to the park, first things first, and I know we, it, it was brought up earlier, man, use the Disney app. I mean, reservations, fast passes, especially for, you know, and I know, I think they're requiring it now, but ordering your food ahead of time, we would do it at Casey's. I used to walk up and pick the food and walk out. And I used to stand there and like, why is everybody still standing in line? But I never understood why people didn't do that. And I think they're requiring it now. So maybe yeah. more people start doing it. But just things like that, looking at the, uh, you know, the itinerary and, you know, a couple downsides to it. it the, the app is buggy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mean, better than it used to be, though. I'll give it them is, that. It, as a I mean, but you're right. It's still gotten better with it, especially when it comes to the, uh, you know, your photos. I want to see, especially when you can see your photos right away. There's times where you, I'm sure everybody here has gotten other families and photos and you're like, who the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, man. And sometimes we've had it where we haven't gotten photos until we've gotten back from the trip and we were there all week. It's just odd. So, I mean, I get it. There's just a lot of data going back and forth. So, and then of course the connection at the park's real spotty sometimes depending where you're at. So that's a thing. But speaking of that, especially with your cell phones, bring a charging pack. The small flat packs, a lot of people don't think of that stuff because not just for your cell phones, which it can easily keep them charged. Um, you know, you can have the, the cable running out of your backpack, at least that I carry. You can have that connected at the time while using it. But uh, people that bring like myself where I'll bring GoPro, maybe the, the DJI pocket camera and stuff like that, where you can keep those things throughout the day. Cause you know, like GoPros, the batteries don't last long. I don't know. It depends what people use. So that type of stuff is uh, good for it. It's like a quality of life type of thing, which also leads me to like the Brita, uh, the, the single water bottles that come with yes. the, uh, the filter in the middle. And I know COVID might change things. If you bring it to most of the uh, quick serve restaurants where they would give you water, you could literally just fill up easily and carry these bottles around with you all the time instead of having to keep bottling, uh, buying bottled water or, you know, things like that. But again, I think right now during COVID, they're not, uh, they're probably not doing that, but eventually they'll go back to, uh, you know, go back to doing that. Yeah. And the last thing, the only thing I, last thing I could say, cause man, I could go on all day with this. Um, um, the, when you set up your, I guess, just to let people know, you know, you're going to, especially when you haven't gone on a trip or you're planning something big, generally you're going to plan out, especially if you've gone through the hassle of planning out your fast passes each day at the parks, what parks it is. And then you kind of plan your strategy as far as you're going to hit the park. Cause you know, especially when the parks are 
obviously more packed, you really need to have kind of a plan of what you're doing. If you want to get the most out of everything you're doing there, make sure, you know, you do plan ahead, but also be ready for those to kind of just, sometimes it goes out the window. You're waiting in line for something, dwarf mine train, ride goes down. Now you're waiting. You're like, well, that just screws your time frame to get to your dining or the next ride. And so just kind of, you know, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's good to just, and I've gone, I mean, we go a lot. So I guess sometimes it's good to just kind of free flow around the park to where you want to go. Cause I know a lot of people, like I said, yeah. when they go, they really plan out the rides and the, and the ways that they go. We're going to hit the, all the way back of the park and hit space mountain first, work our way to the front, or we're going to start up front and hit all the, you know, the character meet and greets and then go all the way to the back. So it just depends. Yeah. I um, know it's different when, you know, if you're going there, let's say just once and it's, that's it, it's a little different, but what I found that we kind of did and then have changed is when you set up those fast passes you're trying to time them like right in a row oh, yeah. they're used up. I can get the next one. And it's like, you now haven't given yourself any time to really appreciate the park. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So what we do is, you know, we do our three fast passes, but we really space them out. And we're not as concerned about that last one anymore because you're missing out on so much stuff if yeah. you're only concerned about packing in as many rides as possible. Now, if you're coming from a different country and that's all you're going to be able to do, I guess that's fine, but there's a lot more to Disney than those attractions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, agreed. You're talking about, you know, make sure you get the parades in there, which is, you know, again, character meet and greets, enjoying the ambiance of everything, especially yeah. being around the castle itself. Or and, and this is just any of the parks, really. Even, you know, Hollywood Studios or Epcot or any of these others. Epcot, to me, is one of the more, and I know we talked about earlier, you know, Animal Kingdom being one of the more relaxing ones. Um, Epcot, to me, for some reason, obviously now it's a, it's a mess because of all the construction, but that, to me, was always, especially in the evening times, was always one of the more laid back parks to me i don't know for whatever reason that was just the vibe i always got going there but that's it for me all right so shocky what about you what, what kind of uh hacks or tips do you got for a shocky uh because we go so often and because it's florida take a poncho always have a poncho it doesn't rain too much say december january february but it's a free-for-all every other month and you'll save money because unless you're an annual pass holder the ponchos i think they're almost 15 dollars. we had to buy one me when we were there what was it uh like three weeks ago it was a beautiful sunny day and then all of a sudden the sky opened up and the line to get the ponchos was extravagant and if i hadn't had my fast passes it would have been a good 20 something dollars just in ponchos so that is a hack that i think everyone should take should have even when it's not raining that's one of the first things we do when we get down there um, whenever we get down there is one of the first things we do is always just just buy a poncho because we know we're going to eventually need one at one point because it's, it's Florida. You guys from Florida know it, it, the rain comes out of nowhere sometimes. It does. Um, and for someone and from... It just, and, and it leaves. Yeah. But, yeah. Hopefully so it leaves. Sometimes I guess it doesn't. But. So for a tip, something that we like to do and because we are thinking at most of the restaurants inside the parks, especially when Belle was little, we did all the character breakfasts and lunch and even now we'll go but we like to eat at non-traditional times because it is so much easier to get a reservation even at you know be your guest be our guest and when people are eating, they're not writing. Mm -hmm. So not only is it easier to get a reservation at the restaurant of your choice, but the lines and the queues are uh, more manageable and less of a wait time while everyone's eating, say dinner at around six versus 
you know, just a little bit before, a little bit after. So that's just something that's worked out for us and we'll continue to do. And, and you know what, too, with those Disney restaurants, and those Disney meals, I, they always give you such a huge plate that you could literally eat, you know, a late lunch, early dinner at, say, 3, 3.30 and really be good for the rest of the day because those plates, are, I mean, in most of the places, their plates are pretty, pretty big where you usually walk out stuffed. So you can usually tend to, like, not need to eat too much for the rest of the day until you get to a point where later in the evening you just want to get a snack. So it's not like you're going to be at like six o'clock. Be like, damn, I got to eat again. So yeah, that, that, that actually does make a lot of sense. Hey, can I add some on the ponchos? <laughs> is it a gripe? One thing I want to say about the ponchos, it's not a gripe, but the thing about it is I hate, well, I guess. Okay. It is a gripe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up guys. Here's a gripe. Well, you kind of want to watch how, what kind of poncho and how much you spend on it. Because the last thing you want to be doing is spending a lot of money on a poncho it rains for 20 minutes and it's mm -hmm. over. And now you have this really nice poncho. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? I, I would suggest either bring in like a Target bag with you so you can wrap it up and then deal with it later or buying a cheaper one that you can just toss and mm -hmm. have a backup because yeah. I hate dealing with that wet poncho then when it's mm -hmm. not raining for like the whole rest of the day. And Walgreens are like $5. Yeah. But yeah. once you're in the park because you forgot or you didn't think about it, they're not $5. And, and that's, that's, that's my problem. I forget all the time. your poncho, whether you'll need it or not, tie it around your fanny pack, put it in your book bag. I don't know, stuff it in your pants because it's just, it's worth it. Cool. You know, every, every time we buy them, so we usually if it's the whole family, it's the four of us and we'll buy them and then we'll come back to, you know, New York, we obviously bring them back and they go into the garage and like a, you know, in a storage thing. <laughs> and then when we go back to Disney, guess what happens? We forget to bring them. So we must have like 50 of them in my garage because every time we go, we forget to bring these ponchos. And so I, I have literally like 50 of these Disney ponchos in my garage and like a, in like a, you know, like in a suitcase in the garage that we just don't use. So like an idiot, I just always, I always seem to forget them. But yeah, like we, we always end up buying them every time because you, you're going to need it. You don't want to walk around soaking wet. And I'm always the last one to put it on too. Like my wife and kids will put theirs on as soon as the first little drop hits. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be like, I don't want to seem wimpy and put my, my poncho on first minute. So I'm like, <laughs> but then the next thing you know is you're already soaking wet and then you be like, all right, let me put it on. Because then you look silly not wearing a poncho. Now you look like someone that's just trying to be like fake tough because you're walking around like the water doesn't bother me. And so then it's like, I might as well just put it on. Cool. So yeah, so ponchos, bring them. Can I say have them, bring them. Oh, another poncho. Is it a gripe? Does, does Stephanie have a gripe? But no, this is another money saving tip. Go we ahead. Are, and I are big money savers. And sometimes that's how you get to Disney by cutting these little That's corners. true. Okay. So some adults, if you are in the parks and you don't have your poncho and you have to go buy one, a lot, why are you looking at me I like I don't know what's going to be coming here. <laughs> <Dancing with me. laughs> a lot of adults out there, because we would never try that, Try go for the child size. It'll save you like $4. Mm, and you can, I, I probably wouldn't fit in one of those well no i'm saying uh, but a lot of a lot of adults would we just yeah go. one time i forgot it was raining pouring rain and i had on my poncho my child size poncho that i saved four dollars on but i needed socks remember this yes because it was my feet were freezing because it was raining and whatever and to buy socks there was like 10 13 dollars child socks saves you like five bucks every time there you, there you go. go child so size as long as you're petite and tiny. Uh, some people can't, because the child sizes yeah. a lot of times are fit adults. Yeah. I'm not the only one that's going to fit into a kid's size. Okay. I'm going to use it on my size nine feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the poncho, you could probably get away with Shakti. 
I can't no, I'm, I'm too tall. I'll, I'll get. Oh, wet. that's yeah. It feels uncomfortable. Crop top poncho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crop show. I don't have to, I could probably. I'm vertically challenged, so I don't have to worry about the the uh, the poncho. I guess. But um. All right. So, uh, Shakti, you you gonna you gonna head out a little early today? I am. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're you're no problem. And good night, everyone. Good night. All right. We'll we'll see you. I, I I think you're on next week. I'm not positive, but we'll you know we'll see you the next time. Just and tell uh, me when to show up, and I'll be here. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. Okay. See you later, Shaki. Bye. Bye. All right. So Brad and Tiffany, give yeah. us some 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 uh, hacks, some tips from. No, the, and, and again, these should be really good because. You guys are like there all the time. Uh, you're there in the in the current situation with with, with where everything that's going on with the social distancing. And no pressure. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. So no, yeah, I, and I think she's she's going to do a little bit more of that about the distancing, like tips and stuff like that. Believe it or not, for me, and I felt like these are honestly the big ones for me. You guys already covered water and ponchos. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess both of those are water. Staying dry. I mean, when <laughs> I I keep a backpack with Four waters, two on each side, and if we have people with us, three on the inside. I just, I don't even play around. I pack in water. I can't every single. Yeah, he has a lot. Oh yeah, but I I watch. You know, I mean, you're spending hundreds, thousands of dollars to come and do this trip, and your kids are thirsty. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Are hungry. You know, just I mean. Seriously, pack the Ziploc bags with some snacks and waters and keep them hydrated. And the other good thing, prehydrate. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. Like, just start drinking lots of water. Especially in the Florida heat. Yeah. Oh, man. Days before. And speaking about kids, I mean, before before we lived here, mm-hmm. when we knew the trip was coming up, yeah. we would start walking our kids for two weeks before we came. Like, you know, a mile here. Yeah. Well, it was three miles. We got up to three miles before we went. I was trying, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it not look like we're like, train for Disney. But we would. We would start walking before. You're less sore, though, during the trip and happier. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. I never even thought about that. That's actually a, that's actually a good tip, especially with like little ones that might not be used to all the walking. And they, they're so excited to be in Disney, but let's face it, with little guys and gals, they get tired quick. And now it doesn't matter where they are. They, they get, the kids can get cranky. So yeah, if you kind of get them used to that, we're going to be walking a lot and, and, um, and keep them from getting to that, where that point where they're overtired. And that's actually a good idea. I never even thought about that. That's actually a good idea. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Mine are all grown, but. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, the last one really just, it's okay to plan a park day on your first night of your resort stay and get there, drop the stuff at the curb. They will hold it all day long. They'll yeah. hold it there. They'll refrigerate it there. Freeze it too. Get into the parks. And as soon as you come back, they bring the stuff right to you. So, I mean, I like that. Just using the storage at the resort for your first day, not like not waiting for your room to be ready. Yeah, and yeah. like blowing that whole first day. So yeah, we've done that, and we've even brought a cooler. The also the other thing we didn't hit is having food shipped to your resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So well, you don't have to go there anymore like we used to take an Uber and go there, but it can just be shipped there and mm-hmm. store it, or you just have it shipped to your room. It's nice because we always have an issue with Uber. what is with yeah. Orlando. 
Ubers. Well, maybe not so much anymore. We maybe not anymore. Them, yeah, right. Yeah, we it's always ran into years. trouble with them. Yeah, that's no terrible. Where anything was, it's right. like really <laughs> super weird. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we've done a lot of food shipped to our almost every time shipped to our room. You know which providers? The last time we what? went, we what? used Ubers all the time, what? and it was fine. Do you know which stores you can get shipped to the hotels now? Uh, what to do since COVID? I'm not. <laughs> Before COVID, it was Walmart, Target. We would have our bottles of water. Sure. Yeah. Well, I did not know you could do that. Yeah, so yeah. we would have to deal with the online ordering once yeah. we got there. I think also with the DVC, I think you can order, you can actually order your food, not have it delivered from yeah. the store, but you through DVC, you can actually have it. My wife usually handles that, so I'm not really exactly sure how she does that part, but I think that um, that you can actually go, when you when you set up your DVC, you can actually have it, or if you're, you're, your trip through DVC, you can actually have food delivered right to your room through them. Oh. So, yeah. We're going to try it this night because we're going to stay longer. Are you guys DVC? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm on. Where are you, where, where's your home resort again? I feel like, yeah. I don't know if you told me or not. I forget if you told me or not, but. Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah. that's where mine is. Okay, that's where mine yeah. is. Lodge, one of my favorites. We're Animal Kingdom Lodge as well. Waking up with the animals, seeing the animals, isn't it? It's just, it still yeah. shocks me that. They're like right outside your window. I know, it's awesome. It's, I love that resort. Yeah, we're going to try that this next time we stay. Man, now that I know you can ship stuff, man, I used to just, we would bring, literally, we would bring a full case, a full case of water mm-hmm. with us, you know, when we get up there fill the fridge up when you get inside the hotel, especially when we're going to be there for, you know, three, four days a week. Cause you know, you're coming in and out back from the parks, you're changing from being sweaty all day and then heading back out again. Always having water in there, man, is like, even though you bring it to the parks and stuff, but even having it at the hotel, can't tell you how many times you're at night after having a shower and you're laying in bed and you're just like thirsty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> just from being dehydrated all day. So yeah. I used to do that, but like we literally bring bags of food and stuff, you know, pack the uh, the cabinets and stuff like that, especially in the suites. Mm-hmm. Man, that's like uh, hearing that you could ship stuff over there, man. It'd be easier. Yeah. So yeah. all right. What else have you guys got? You got some COVID stuff, right? Yeah. I was just going to mention with being tired, like being tired and sore feet, deep blue. I don't know if you guys have heard that or one. Or just icy. Or icy hot. Even just if you don't it. think you need it, yeah. put it all over your legs and feet. I mean, Before for those resort stays, get in the bed and let it work its magic because you can do it tell you. day after day. Yeah. Is it really, you know, I never really thought about using that stuff. It, 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 oh, yeah. It, it works. It really helps. It makes a lot of sense, man, because all the, the miles and you're putting on especially mm-hmm. over a couple of days oh my god well, and yeah. when we were residents in the beginning we did like the 10 and 15 day trips you know and you know because we only did them like once a year. and i mean if you're not doing it if you're not maintaining yourself yep you have to yeah you have to so that helps but with covid um you guys had you had brought up the mobile ordering mm-hmm. i was just gonna add to that um go ahead and you can mobile order while you're in line if like you're deciding we're gonna eat at Pinocchio Village House, go ride Haunted Mansion or whatever you're standing in line, go ahead and do your mobile order while you're waiting in line. That'll save you some time. And then once you get over there, you just click, I'm here. And usually it goes really fast and people will be annoyed because you go in before they do. As I said, it's funny to see the look on their faces. You're like, why why no one's doing this? (laughs) (laughs) So that really helps with the mobile order. Oh, the other thing I was going to say was that if you have a big party, 
space it in between two lines. Um, we've had, we were just with a group of 10 and not so much at Disney. They kind of caught on to the fact that we had a big party in most lines, but at Universal, they were kind of trying to break us up and we had to tell them we were together. But anyway, if you have a bigger party, use the spacing and make sure your group is six feet from the other group. Because yeah, you just make sure you use it. It's lines. not hard to do, but just kind of pay attention. You get talking, mm-hmm. you know, you're having fun. Right now, I don't know if people, if you go to Disney, sometimes people will be like, oh, go get in line and I'll catch up with you. I'm going to run to the restroom. Don't do that right now. Because think about it. Like you are going to have to pass right next by someone and it completely defeats social distancing. People get pretty angry about that one. Be more careful. Just go. Everyone should go to the restroom and get in line at this moment. (laughs) It is so funny to hear her doing this segment because she's not like, pro social distancing or anything. She can't wait for it to end. Yeah. So it's so funny to hear her yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's pro social distancing. I think it's just no, right now you kinda I don't want this to stop. Okay. Yeah. It's just right. unfortunately it's kind of just what it's what we gotta do to get through it, you know? Right. I mean people it's it's stressful and I guess the last thing is just everyone's dealing with it. So you're gonna catch like always you're gonna catch more flies with honey if you have a problem don't get angry with cast members don't get angry at other people like try to try to calm down when you talk to someone because nine times out of, i've seen it so many times if, if you try to go at something from an angry position it's not going to work out especially with cast members like mm-hmm. if you're trying to demand something it's just not going to work out but if you're kind they generally are just kind back to you and it I mean, it works out twofold. Like <laughs> they'll yeah. more generous with you. So be kind to the people around you. you I think no that really idea. goes for guests too, right now. Yeah. The fatigue level. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, just the things that people are going through to be there right now. I mean, sometimes I feel mind altered from the mess, you know, and extensive heat. I know that there are people that are really struggling just being just be patient yeah and like you said especially with the um the, the the cast members because you know they're dealing with the masks and the heat and everything just like everybody else too and like you know i mean and most times they're wearing costumes so you know that you know we're not necessarily even costumes but like their uniform which mm-hmm. isn't always like the most breathable stuff to wear in the heat and then you add the masks to it they're out there standing all day so like you can only imagine that they're dealing with it too the masks and the heat so it's you know it's not a picnic for them either and yet they're still there with a smile on their face you know so you're talking about cast member masks yeah. uh, just this week a unfortunately fired friend of ours for, well, he well he's yeah, yeah he's he's, he's done. Yeah. Um, gave me one of the cast member masks, so they all wear the same mask, but you can't buy them. So he oh, he cool. gave me one. Oh, it's cool! Funny. Yeah, so that's one of the things that I like to collect. I like to collect things that you can't buy um, at Disney. You can steal? No, <laughs> no. Um, creatively find ways to acquire, <laughs> and that was one of them. You know, it's not like cool. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So I got a couple, of, you know, with, with some of the ideas that I have, one of the hacks that I always like to use is, and again, I don't know if these are things that people use already that people know of that, you know, or if I just assume they don't, but I'm sure there's other people out there that might not know about some of these things. So I got a couple. The first thing I like to do is talking about saving money on the trips is 
Uh, we all we all love Target, I'm sure. Um, I don't know how many people out there have that Target red card, not the credit card one, but the one that you you basically align as like a secondary debit card that you can only use at Target. Mm-hmm. You can save five percent on all your purchases there. And usually, gift cards don't save you money on like on most of the gift cards they sell don't save you money. But Disney gift cards, if you buy them at Target, you will save the five percent. So if you if you buy a hundred dollar gift card, it's only going to cost you ninety five dollars. So when we go. If I'm going to say buy the the um the, the dining plan, family afford, it's it could be expensive. Um you're talking about a couple thousand dollars at that point for if the trip's long enough. But what I do is I save five percent on every time because I'll do is I'll buy these gift cards through Target and I'll go, you know, you know, as I'm as I'm getting up for the trip, you know, each week I'll buy a couple, you know, maybe like you know, hundred here, hundred there, you know, and I, I get it up to where I have enough to pay for it. And then you can actually go online to the to their website, the Disney, I think it's Disneygiftcards.com, if I remember correctly. And you can actually put them on, you can you can get them to where instead of having like, you know, thirty hundred dollar gift cards, you can get them onto like one gift card. I think up to a thousand. So you you know, and that's how we, we pay for a lot of the stuff on our trips. I mean, you know, we, we have the DVC, so we're always our, our stay is already covered, but for the dining plans or for the park passes, we use a lot of, of the Disney gift cards and we buy them at Target. So basically, we're always going to be saving 5% on our trip whenever we go for most of the stuff that we that we get. And then sometimes we'll even just for spending money say, hey, you know what, instead of just, you know, we'll have some cash with us. But if we know we're going to be buying stuff in the parks, whether it be uh, snacks, if we don't, you know, if it's outside the dining plan or if it's going to be like souvenirs, we'll use the Disney gift cards for that as well. So we'll, we'll maybe get a couple of bucks just put in Disney gift cards that we're saving 5% on anything we buy with it because we saved 5% when we bought the actual gift card. So that's one thing that we do. So, and then also too, if, if anyone out there does have the DVC or is an annual pass holder, make sure you definitely always ask about using your discount. That's usually, I think it's 20%, but I know what they were doing when I was there last time, they had a special and I don't know if it was because of COVID or not, but they were giving us 30% off. Is that still a thing? Do they still do it? Brad, it's gone away and come back. It's so, back yeah, it's so, been back. So yeah, so when I was there the last time we were there, we didn't even know that they upped it from 20 to 30% for the DVC. So, and, and we also saved 5% already just because we, we bought the Disney gift cards. And now when we go, we, then we say we're using our DVC discount. So we originally saved 5% on what we have on their gift cards. And then we saved the 20, which actually became 30 when they ran that promotion. So, I mean, when you talk about saving 5% off the top and then 20 to 30% after that on certain things, it's considerable amount of money, especially in, in, in Disney where things are get expensive, you know? So that's something we, 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 the other, the other thing about that, even if you aren't using the car to save money, a lot of people have trouble putting actual money aside or saving. Mm -hmm. Nice thing about the managing the gift cards is you can just be buying those gift cards throughout the year. It's like putting it in the bank. Your point about, well, what am I going to do with all these gift cards? You you know, using the point of putting it all on one or two, Mm -hmm. it's amazing how much you have the money if you do it that way, mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, I'm going to put so-and-so aside. That way, if you're just buying them, it's already committed to your trip. Yep. Exactly. I use that all the time to manage my cards and move it around or yep. move it on to one that you like the design better of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas, <laughs> <gonna> say. <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then another thing I got isn't about necessarily saving money. It's something that, again, some people might know about, some people might not know about with the fast passes, which I guess right now they don't really have the fast passes, but eventually they'll be back. And when they are back, I know this is something I only learned maybe about a year ago. So I, there was a lot of time I didn't even know about this, but you have your three fast passes that you set up well in advance before you get down there. But then I didn't know, and I don't know if a lot of people know, is after you use those three fast passes, you can actually go on your My Disney Experience app and actually set up a fourth fast pass, a fifth fast pass, 
and a six fast pass. You got you got to get through the first three, and then you can add them. You can't add them before that. Who did? Did you guys know that? Or was I just an idiot? I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see. I only knew about that maybe about a year or two ago. I found out about that. I didn't even know it was a rule. I won't call also, you. wait, if you're park hopping, so if you could do the first three, and then you could actually be like at Magic Kingdom and say, "Well, we're going to go to Epcot," and you can get a fast pass at Epcot. Yeah. Before you even get over there. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for the park hopping to be able to come back too. Oh man, park um, hopping is the only thing that I need. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when we were there, it felt weird to only we have to go to you know we always yeah, park hopping. That's what I missed the most when we went a few months back, man. Yeah. It killed me. I love park hopping. You know, especially we always used to like to start off our day in Epcot, get breakfast at, at, in, in Epcot, and then head over to whatever park we really want to. And at this point, we were kind of stuck going to wherever we made the reservation for. So I can't wait till they get rid of the whole reservation. Kind of. I mean, I know it's going to take some time. Just having the option is comforting, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes things are different that day. They, they yep. aren't working out as they were predicted or you plan, and it's it's nice to have that. Yeah. Club 33 people can still, Club 33 <laughs> members can still park yeah. up right now. Are you serious? I'm like, wishing we could do that. <laughs> wow. Isn't the elite? Yeah, but you can't sell. Sometimes they'll send people through the fast pass line, but it could be for a, a couple different reasons. It's hard to tell if it's Club 33 people or if it's like a ride broke down. They will give you a fast yeah. pass. But they got park hopping. Yeah. That is awesome. So, yeah, so that's my two. I didn't have anything crazy. Just uh, I guess everybody else knows about the fast pass option that I didn't know about. I was the last one to know. Finger on the pulse. <laughs> I only know because of Dan. He takes care of them all. I and that's well, that's that's in my family. I'm the one who takes care of all that. Like when I found out about that, I don't even remember how even how I did. I don't know if it was a cast member told me. I don't even remember how we found out, but we found out about like I said, it was maybe like two years ago, maybe a year ago. I mean, obviously, works better if you're doing three fast passes pretty early. Otherwise, that's and that was a problem. I was spreading. I always used to spread them out so that way they didn't conflict. I was put one in the morning. One and now when I found that out, yeah, you just get them all done as early as you can, and then at that point you have the whole day to kind of set up as many other ones as you want, really. Yeah. Otherwise, but, you're fast passing barnstormer. Or, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Got one. Aladdin's magic carpet. That's like the one ride I don't think I've ever been on. I feel like there's all these little things that I want to like tell people though. Cause one more thing made me think, cause Good. the parks used to be open until like 10, 11 midnight. Yeah. And now it's like seven. Yeah. Nine, the latest that. It's weird. When Magic Kingdom closes at six, you're literally standing there like, what do I do now? You know? <laughs> at least we got the daylight savings right now. So it's going to yeah. be dark. Yep. The hours get longer for the holidays though. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, that is weird. I just want dancing reindeers. I'm hoping one of the cavalcades has the dancing. Yes. Has what? Dancing reindeer. Oh, oh, I love. <laughs> yeah. I love I them. Oh no. Oh, you got? Yeah. But I love the dancing reindeer. I want some dancing reindeer merch. Yes, there needs to be. I mean, we have this discussion all the time how we with the merch, how they just don't. I mean, we had a big discussion. Um, what was it like last month about? Yep, the haunted mansion merch. Like, yeah, the haunted mansion was a big thing. I feel like I feel like the stuff that old traditional stuff that they really should do better on the merch with. They just don't like. I mean, we have a ton of all the new stuff. Like, like, you guys, like you guys saying, like the Coco poster is available, but you can't get the the you know the other stuff. And I love Coco, and I love all these new movies, and you know I love Frozen, but yeah. it's like where it's it was so flooded with all that. But you want to get something really cool from like really good haunted mansion stuff, and they got the corny little ghosts, and that's it. And we, well, you know, I gotta say, feel like you're gonna be happy because I feel like they've been hitting the mark this year pretty hard, like on some good haunted mansion merch and like. 
They've been doing some all over tees. I missed a Fox yeah. in the Hound t-shirt that's killing. Yeah. Like I, I learned real quick not to wait. Like if you see something, yeah, like buy yeah. it. Yeah. It had only been a couple of weeks and I'll never get it. Fox mm-hmm. in the Hound. Not a new one. It's not a Fox in the Hound. I think it was Hot Topic. Especially yeah. with that old, with the, with, with the traditional yeah. stuff. You know, it's, it shouldn't be such a surprise yeah, right. when something like that comes out, you know? Right. I had the Madame Lou exactly. <sighs> yeah, they did a nice one too. So, They've been doing it this, and I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Some of it's getting better. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. But. yeah, hopefully. Like I said, like I just I feel like I feel like when it's the traditional kind of Disney stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like they miss the marker a little a little bit, or they just don't give you enough of it. You know, like yeah. like even like with like oh, like with um Country Bear Jamboree, like you don't really find enough with that either. I mean, like a lot well, of the- Oswald, for heaven's sake. Yeah, you can't find that anywhere. I mean, it's almost like he's forgotten. Um, I love Oswald. But like Country Bears, it's just weird because it is an attraction. And then you yeah. come out and there's that Big Al's shop that has no Country that Bear no anything. It's just kind of odd that they wouldn't have, you know, it pops in one once in a while, like this ornament. But how would I they have something so if somebody like younger loved those bears mm-hmm. could wear, wear a shirt or a right. toy or something, you know? Right. And it's a way to get the other... Guys- um, at the thrift shop, the thrift shop. Oh, oh yeah! Oh that? yeah! Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, that was I know cool. that was a score. I could not. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Can't believe it. She was freaking out. I know. <laughs> Dan, 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 and I couldn't. I didn't see it at first, and I'm like, "What? What is in here?" Because there's all these Christmas blow molds that I was freaking out over. <laughs> but it is an old cookie jar. So yeah, like, it had the Disney logo is, on the bottom. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. It's amazing comes out it's like a little you know lounge fly you know yeah i think what we were saying about the haunted mansion the reason it came up was when they're having their halloween nights and and stuff like that it's like why can't we have a little balance of more Mm of the adult classic stuff with the kids stuff i like that too Mm -hmm. but it just always seems to right yeah definitely definitely so that's gonna do it this week guys so we want to thank our our new uh our, our new family members Brad and Tiffany. Thank you. you know, hey. Yay. It's so fun hanging out with you guys. Uh, we also want to send a thank you to this week's sponsor, Be Our Guest Ears. And remember, you can find them on Instagram at Be Our Guest Ears and on Etsy at BeOurGuestEars.Etsy.com. And we also want to send a huge thank you to ESPN Radio's own Alan Hahn. You can find them on the ESPN Radio app if you're not from New York. Uh, they have a great show, Barton Hahn. So check them out. And uh, with that, let's say... Uh, Let's say adios to the crew. Shakti, Shakti, where'd Shakti go? Nah, she's she's gone. <laughs> so let's let's say adios to 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 Joey. Thank you for coming on this week, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I know it was, you were a little bit rushed today. I know you you got right from work and you came right on. I know that's always got to be a little you know. Yeah, Sam came in. She brought me a. PB and J because I literally came in, took off the uniform, took a shower, came right and sat down. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. When, when they came when she when I, when I came on she was the first one in the room and I was like oh where's, where's Joey she's like he's he's he just got here like so yeah so we appreciate you rushing home getting on and and uh of your evening man and being part of fun, it. So we love having you thanks yeah so then that brings us to saying adios to Brad and Tiff again thank you for being part of the team now and uh love having you as part of the whole the, the staff so, thank you yeah. first right. ever podcast doing this yeah, coming on to poncho talk. <laughs> Water ponchos. <laughs> and then we got Dan and Steph, the besteners of the Midwesterners. Adios, guys. Bye.
<laughs> hey, everybody, have a rip-roaring day. Definitely, go. definitely. And remember, guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next week, guys.